All right, everybody. We're back. Episode 2. Season 2. Let's get it. We're going to dive straight into the NFC. Last week, you know, uh, we were able to talk about a few AFC teams, but this week we're going to talk about the NFC West. First down. Let's get it, Ali. First team up. We're going to talk about the 49ers. Yes, sir. Yes, the 49ers sir. over there on the west side, west side, they've been doing a little um, shuffle here and there. You know, they got rid of, uh, we already talked about him, you know, DeForest Buckner, and he's over there on the Colts now. And also, notably, Emmanuel Sanders. Ali, what do you think about, you know, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, you know, leaving San Francisco and finding a new home out there in the South? Uh, well, <clears throat> first and foremost, the experiment didn't work. Uh, you know, they gave up a lot to, to, to get him. And, and and you look at it, what it cost them in return, it, it just wasn't enough. Um, so I'm okay with them letting him walk. Uh, you know, I think uh, the opportunity that they presented themselves with uh, by trading DeForest Buckner and being able to get that uh, number 13th overall pick, I think it puts them in prime position to get somebody next to Debo Samuel. Um, and ideally, it gives him a, a chance to get Henry Ruggs uh, right there at number 13. You know, I, I think if, if they were to add somebody uh, like him <clears throat> to replace Emmanuel Sanders in that in that position, I think that he would flourish. Uh, but to me as a whole, um, you know, the 49ers, I know you said they've done some shuffling. They haven't done a lot of shuffling because, you know, they don't have the most cap space. They don't have a lot of draft picks. Um, but, you know, they still have a couple of holes to fill. Um, I, I think the most important move from them this offseason was re-signing Jimmy Ward. I think that was very important um, to solidify, uh, you know, the back end of the defense or, uh, back there with Jarkwiski Tart. Uh, so, you know, I think that was a needed move for them re-signing him. He played lights out last year. Uh, so, you know, I think that was important. But, I mean, overall, I think that uh, – uh, you know them moving on from uh, Manuel Sanders not is it was a, a good thing for them. Uh, they able to get a a chance to get a first uh, round wide receiver this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know one of the good things that you know you touched on was you know they didn't really give around too much, but they did also get another wide receiver in Travis Benjamin. Um, I think that it's it's a solidified option. You got a guy you know who's got some years under his belt. Um, that's coming over from the Chargers, you know, different system, um, new quarterback, younger guy. Uh, I think the connection could be real. And uh, with that, we're going to get on to our next team. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Seahawks. You know, that's <clears throat> the, the, the Seahawks, man, you, you talk about uh, a guy who was my favorite, uh, you know, for MVP uh, for a long period of time last year, Russell Wilson, you know, the Seahawks. Uh, mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, you was loving them all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, he played well last year, man. He he led the team. Uh, you know, without Russell Wilson, I don't think the team would have won many games last year. Um, you know, 10 of yeah, the yeah, wins yeah, that they yeah. had, you know, was because of him, straight up. I mean, I think that he elevates everybody. I think uh, off-season-wise, they've done a good, uh, you know, they, they've had a few good moves getting in Greg Olsen, Philip Dorsett. Um, so they give him some weapons, um, you know, to his arsenal, adding mm -hmm. alongside Tyler Lockett and, and DK Metcalf. Um, of course, uh, another big move, um, Brandon Shell, the tackle from the Jets. Um, you know, I think that <clears throat> to me going into the draft, their biggest need is, is uh, offensive linemen. I think they didn't need for, you know, for years, uh, the offensive line in, in Seattle has been mediocre. 
And, you know, I think that they have, uh, you know, failed to address it because Russell Wilson is so dynamic. When the pocket breaks, breaks down, he's able to, you know, evade the defenders. You know, he's so elusive and he's so accurate on the run. So, you know, it's never really mattered that much, but he does take a beating. Uh, you know, he gets sacked a lot. You know, if you look at it, every year, you know, the last three or four years, he's at the top of the list of quarterbacks that are getting sacked the most. Because, um, you know, his offensive line always keeps breaking down. So, to me, in order for them to get back to a Super Bowl or contend, they've got to, uh, you know, upgrade that offensive line. Um, and, you know, I, I just think that that would be ideal for them to go after offensive linemen in the draft. No, you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I think the uh, the Seahawks need, need some, uh, some people in the interior. Um, defensively, they need some help. They need some help. Um, I think you know the the addition of you know outside linebacker Bruce Irvin is is help. It gives you some depth uh, in in the in uh, the beginning of the secondary, especially with the linebacker position. And you already said it, Brent, uh, Snell coming over from the Jets. Um, but the only the only thing I think defensively that really needs to get resolved soon um, is a Jadavian Clowney because you're trying you you need if you need cap space you need cap space and, and like. If you're gonna if you're gonna pay him, hurry up and do it because that way you can figure out what you're doing in the draft. But I I, I do kind of like where they are with it. You know, um, they do have a uh, a nice spot in the draft, but um, you just really got to know what you're doing with that. Because if you if you don't and you're gonna you're gonna spend you know crazy money on Jadavian Clowney who's been injury prone, you could put somebody else in the interior. You know what I'm saying? Uh, or 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 on the um, the outside. Yeah, I think, and, and, you know, not only did they, you know, not resign to Davion Clowney, they also lost Ziggy Ansah, uh, who's on the other side. And, you know, even though he didn't produce much, um, you know, I think bringing in Bruce Irvin uh, to kind of bridge the gap, uh, you know, he's he's familiar with their scheme. He's familiar with the guys, the linebackers there. Uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, helps them. Uh, but they def- definitely need to figure that out. And I think, I think to be quite honest with you, I think the Davion goes back. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're a good organization. I think the smart thing for him to do is to yeah, go back. Yeah. Just, you I know, mean, he has uh, to prove stop himself. Stop trying to nickel and dime for all the money. Yeah, and I think that if he, you know, if he's smart, he'd take a one-year big money deal and, you know, play and, and, and show everybody, yeah, you know, I could do this, you know, and maybe you can get rewarded, you know, uh, in a, the next offseason. Um, so to me, I think I think so it works think, out. So you think you think he should take the franchise tag? I think he should. I think he should. Or if or, they give it to him, I think he should. Think or he should negotiate a, a a one year a solid one year deal, a solid one or two year deal, um, where he can get out and get paid again soon. Um, you know, I think to me that's his best option. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. because you know, like I said, you know, with this draft, a lot of people are talking about how this draft is heavy with wide receivers. This draft is heavy with, with defensive players as well. Uh, they, it's linebacker galore, um, you know, this draft. Um, if, and there's a lot of guys you can get in the later rounds. Um, and, and, you know, you'll see this every year, year in and year out. The draft is made. Teams are built from rounds three through six. Every single year it happens. And to me, I think that, yeah. um, you know, if they can get a quality, you know, edge rusher in, in the, those rounds, in those later rounds, and re-sign to Davion Clowney with the addition of Bruce Irvin, then I think that they have something. 
uh, with the edge. Uh, you know, of course, you can't forget the Jar- uh, Jaron Reed yeah, too. you know they, 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 they got they Jaron Reed money. back. You know, two years, twenty three million. Exactly. They paid him big money. So to me, to, you know, because the you know that's a good guy right yeah, there. Yeah. So to me, I think that they they've got a few holes to plug. I know they got uh, Quentin Dunbar from the Redskins, and this, they added him to the secondary. I think they they can definitely go after a cornerback or two in the draft. Um, but to me, I think I think that uh, once they settle this Jadavion Clowney situation, um, you know, and, and it might be after the draft, and you know, once they settle that, I think that the 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 arrow is gonna start pointing upwards for them because I think they have a chance to really build this team in this upcoming draft. Yeah, and their offense is dirty. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. The I mean, you, you got Russell Wilson, but DK Metcalf, I can't wait to see him in his second season. He's about to go off. Um, and with that, we're going on to the next team, Los Angeles, the Rams. Um, Ali, no more girly. I, to be, I don't know about you, no but... more girly. He's gone. He's gone. Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't know about, I don't know about you, but do you think that they overpaid Gurley uh, and paid a heavy price for it? Uh, I don't think they overpaid Gurley. I think it was... Mi- uh, uh, much more of a injury mismanagement, and, and I've said this mm-hmm. on record mm-hmm. before. Uh, I think that you know uh, a couple of years ago when they went to the Super Bowl that run, I think they forced him to play. Uh, well, not forced him to play, but they forced it. You know, they forced it, letting him play. Um, you know, and and to me, I think that once you when you're a franchise running back like that, similar to how we were talking about Victor Cruz before the show, um, you know, you can't rush injuries. You can't, um, and and you know you have a short shelf life as a running back, and to me that you you just can't allow that to happen. And uh, as far as you know, the Rams go, I think letting him go was something that they had to do because clearly uh, he was no longer in the plans. Clearly he was you know no longer you know part of your day to day. I mean you could tell, you know all of last season you can really tell. Um, so to me, letting him go, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was, uh, yeah. yeah. So to me, letting him go, it was a fresh start for not only the Rams, but a fresh start for Todd Gurley as well. Um, but I mean, for the Rams, I think they ju- they just need cap space, man. They they went at all out, big contracts the last couple of years, the veterans and and all that dead money, and then you know not wanting to pay Marcus Peters and trading him away and paying Jalen Ramsey and. They paid Akeem Tlaib, and then they let him go. I, I mean, you know, they, they just let a whole bunch of guys go um, that they needed to to they needed to get cap space for. Clay Matthews was another guy. Um, you know, um, they couldn't re-sign Dante Fowler, which I think was a, a hit for them. I think they downgraded a little mm-hmm. bit going to Leonard Floyd. Um, but you never know. It's a new scene for Leonard Floyd, so he might be, you know, very productive in his first year with Los Angeles. Um, I think it's a work in progress. I, mean, yeah. I think it's really a work in progress for this team. It, it definitely is. It definitely. I is. think they especially need, especially with, with like like you said. Yeah, I think the they, cap need, space that um, they need cap space and and offensive line help, man. Yeah. Um. I. The. I mean, the addition of a Sean Robinson from you know defensive tackle. I think he, he it's a nice fit. You know, next to Aaron Donald. Um. Uh. Especially you just paid him big money. That that'll free up some space on his. Uh. You know in the interior, um, but, you know, uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a that's a big pickup for the defense, like, for real, for real. But, 
it, it, it's definitely a work in progress. I want to see Jared Goff, you know, uh, give up some of that money because I mean, as as much as he deserves, you know, all that all, all that cash, I think he can scale and take some for the team. He did he did have a pretty bad year. I think he can restructure himself and you know set himself nice financially, a little more guaranteed, a little less this year. You know what I'm saying? But you know, probably get a bigger extension on on the other half. But he's got to play out too. He's got to play out. He's got he's had a rough he had a rough season last season. Um, he was doing really well. Uh, def, you know, definitely finish in the in the top half of 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 the season, um, as far as quarterback productivity wise. But we gotta see. I want to see more consistency from him. Uh, but next we got some. You know, the, yeah. Before, one of the new before teams. we get to the, I can't say new team. Before we get to the cards, man, you you've been hard on Jerry Goff, man. The last couple of uh, a month. Man. I'm always I'm hard on like, all I'm man, hard on you, all the guys man, that I like to on watch, Jared man. Goff and, and he to me he's one of my favorite young quarterbacks in the league right now, man. I think he can ball. And I think he's got the perfect coach. I just think they need to surround him better with protection. Um, I think once that happens and they yeah, get and yeah, they balance out, out the running game, I think then they, you know, Jared Goff will settle, and you know he'll be one of the bright young stars in the league. But I, I really like Jared Goff. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. moving on to the next team, man. Uh, save the best for the last the in the division, right? I mean, what one hell of an off season for the Cardinals. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, the, the Cardinals did two things. One, they got a ridiculous trade um, with DeAndre Hopkins. The addition of him to the wide receiver slot is absolutely insane. Um, with, uh, with another Hall of Famer on the other side in Larry Fitz. So the offense is going to look mighty different next year with Kyle Murray. If they can go into the draft and get a nice interior set for them in the first three rounds, you know, yeah, they definitely I can see them a completely line. different team, a completely different team. Yeah. Um, I, I think the Cardinals had one hell of an off season, um, bringing in Deandre Hawkins, um, you know, and, and giving up, uh, giving up a player who was no longer part of the team. I, I, I you know, in my opinion, uh, Kenyon Drake came in and, and he mm-hmm. took over the reins, at running back last year, they still have Chase Edmonds as a backup. I think that they're pretty solid. Oh, and 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 to me, I forgot about Christian Kirk. Um, he's all, he's also been a weapon last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, Christian Kirk. You know, he's definitely gonna help them out. Him, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and Larry Fitzgerald, Andy Isabella. I mean, I just think they're gonna be a a really solid group. But I I just think they need to get offensive line help, man. Surround Kyler Murray with protection, get some tackles, get some interior guard help. Um, I think that's what they need to focus on in the draft. If I'm the Cardinals, with all the picks I'm getting, I'm getting offensive linemen, offensive linemen, offensive linemen. Uh, you know, I'm building that up, you know, because he's the future. He clearly is, you know, a, a baller. Um, you know, he clearly can dominate football games, and I think that's what he's going to do next year with the added weapons. Um, and, and a solid running game, you know, at the end of the season, you know, they were able to pretty much play that Cliff Kingsbury offense, that air raid, throw the ball out, get some big plays downfield type of offense. And, and they were able to capitalize on that towards the end of the season. Uh, so I definitely think that's a big plus for them. Um, and, and to me, in this division so far, they've been the winner of the offseason. Um, and, and they're in prime position oh, yeah. to oh, keep yeah. on winning this offseason right now. And with that, that's the end of first down. Go ahead, Ali. Let them know. Take a break. Do what you do. We'll be right back.
Dub. Let's get into it. On one of the most talked about divisions in all of football this offseason, the the NFC South. Yes, sir. Uh, all of the teams made a bunch of moves um, to improve, some to start over. Uh, but let's start with the Saints, man. Um, <clears throat> the biggest move for them all offseason, of course, was re-signing Drew Brees. I think that was you know, a, a very important move. It was a move that needed to happen uh, in order for them to continue being a successful organization, um, a successful team. Um, I think that they made it clear by letting Teddy Bridgewater walk. walk. And, um, you know, I think that <clears throat> with the way they, you know, added some weapons uh, to their secondary, uh, what they've done by adding Emmanuel Sanders uh, from the 49ers, uh, to, I think he's going to be a perfect complement to mm -hmm. Michael Thomas. Um, I think this team is right there in the running, just like they were last year, uh, to not only compete in the division, but to compete in the conference. Um, but, you know, uh, let's talk about their needs um, going into this uh, draft. Uh, what do you think they need? Um, to be honest, uh, with the addition of Emmanuel Sanders, I really think that, you know, the offensive line could uh, use a little bit of help. Um, uh, you, you know, Larry Warford, Ryan, Ryan Rams, I mean, they, they've been doing well, but I think that you could use some more depth there. Um, also, uh, you know, on defense, uh, with the loss of, you know, uh, Eli, Eli Apple, I think that, you know, uh, they need somebody else, a young guy to put over there with Janoris Jenkins. Um, I, I think their secondary needs, needs a little bit of help, but other than that, the Saints, the Saints could go right back to the, right, to don't the forget, division. don't forget Marshawn Lattimore. I mean, yeah, Marshawn I mean, Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore is still there. Mm -hmm. Marshawn Lattimore too. I think they just need to get another guy in there in the mix. Um, and they're right back in it. The, the Saints don't need much. They just need, you know, even with the quarterback situation, they had three viable options. So that was never really a concern. It was just really who was going to be, you know, the right person for that time. Um, I think if they don't, if they don't, if Drew Brees doesn't come back this year, say you don't have to, they would have kept both Teddy and they would have had Taysom Hill. I, I don't think either, but, you know, they, they, they felt that uh, with another year with Taysom under, you know, uh, the tutelage of Drew Brees or, he can be a viable backup, and that's that, that's what they're looking at. But as far as needs, you know, they do have a late pick in the first round uh, with the twenty fourth pick. If I'm them, um, I'm I'm going I'm going offensive line, or or, or I'm going you know the, the uh, um or or maybe even a linebacker. Oh uh, yeah, I could definitely put that <clears throat> down. I don't think they would go. Uh, high first round. I mean, you can for a linebacker. I don't think that's the biggest need for them, but I would have to agree with the offensive line. I think they need an offensive lineman. Uh, not only do I think they need a right guard, but I also think they need some tackles uh, to shore up that, that offensive line. Uh, you know, not only, like you said, for Drew Brees, but for the, in the long run, um, you know, for, for whoever's going to come in and step up to be the next guy at quarterback, whether it be Taysom Hill or whoever. Um, but, you know, I think that's definitely something that they got to add. Um, I think as far as the secondary goes, uh, uh, I'm excited with the addition of Malcolm Jenkins. I think that was a big piece for them, him replacing Ron Bell, um, who's gone off to Cincinnati. Um, so, you know, I think I think the, the, the sky is the limit, and I think the, the Saints go as far as Drew Brees can take them. Um, you know, uh, but, you know, they're going to have a lot of competition next year in this division. 
uh, especially with the next team that we're going to mm-hmm. talk about, the uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, <laughs> Tom Brady. They just added Gronkowski. Uh, I mean, the rich just keep on getting richer. Uh, to me, uh, the 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 only concern I have with with uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is health. Um, they're bringing back a bunch of guys from last season, mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of those guys from last season were hurt. Uh, from from Levante David to Jason Pierre-Paul, uh, Dominican Sue. I mean, everybody was hurt. Uh, so you know, I think. I think that's it. They just need to stay healthy. If this team can stay healthy, uh, I think draft a few offensive linemen and, and cornerbacks mm-hmm. and maybe a safety this year. I think the Bucks are going to be right there. I mean, they beat a lot of quality teams. Yeah. Jameis yeah. Winston at quarterback. Well, hey, That's true. They put that's up a true. lot of points with Jameis Winston at quarterback. What? And now you bring you... in Tom Brady, somebody who can, somebody who can keep a lead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's, keep it's a lead, come back from watch. a lead, come back from uh, um, being down. You're right. Uh, t- uh, Tom Brady has done it all. But, you know, and with the addition of, you know, Gronk to the mix, that offense is going to be legendary. Um, from what I'm thinking, if they, if they can add a little bit to the interior and, you know, get some help also in the backfield um, for Tom Brady, I think they're going to be a really solid team offensively. Like you said, the health is something to worry about defensively. Oh man, this defense is gonna be serious. Um, if Dominant Sue could be healthy all season, or even just just give me fifteen games. If you can give me fifteen solid games, I'll, I'll take ten. I'll take ten games from him. Okay, I'll take ten, 10. games take from Indomitian Sue in the interior, and then of course you know they still have the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers still have money, man. They still have money to go. Uh, potentially add a veteran guy like like Jason Peters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who's a, a one of the best left tackles in the league. He's he's just floating around, even though he's older. Uh, they can go and get uh, Marcus Golden um, from the Giants, who's just floating around. You, you know, so there are moves that they can make to even improve what they got. But I mean, with the weapons that Brady has, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, Gronkowski, potentially can still have OJ Howard. You know, depending on the running back that they draft, I think the sky's the limit for this team, man. I think that I know people really, you know, doubt dream teams. And you look at what the the Philadelphia Eagles did a few years back. You look at what the Cleveland Browns did last year. It never works. But this is different. Mm -hmm. I think that they added to what they already have. You know, I think this is just going to take them over the hump. You know, I, I so I think this is different. And, you know, outside of health, I don't see anything that can really stop this team on paper right now. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, and with that, we go on to the next team, Atlanta. Um, ATL, they, I feel like in the second half of the last season, they were tr- really trying and they showed that they got it. They just, they, they really had a bad season um, just in the pipe. For me, I feel like Atlanta can still make something happen with the addition of God of uh, Todd Gurley. They, they fall hard at the end of the, uh, at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You're, you're definitely mm-hmm. right about that. They beat quality teams and they fall hard at the end mm-hmm. of the year. I think Todd Gurley needs a new start. Um, he coming to Atlanta, he'll, he'll be with, you know, a team that uh, has always been run heavy, but I think they'll be able to utilize him better out of the backfield than um, they did. They did in 
Los Angeles of the last two years. I think there was, like you you had said previously, mismanagement of injury. But I, I really think a new start for him is going to be able to jolt, you know, his his um his confidence I, I really think it's about that confidence true you know nowadays in the nfl a running back you know they always try to come back the next year it's not even you know a question Le'Veon bell no matter who it was they always come back the next year but i think for him he may take a little longer not everybody should be coming back at that time but hey i think todd Gurley now you know coming you know almost two years off that injury i think he really really will have a solidified season coming up in Atlanta, but one of my other guys, Laquan Treadwell from the Vikings. Man, the addition to him to the to the wide receiver game is is good. Um, you got Dante Fowler coming on defense as well. Come on, Ali, let me know about that defense. What do you think they, they could pick up in the first round? First of all, first of all, Laquan Treadwell is a bum. <laughs> he, he hasn't done anything. Potentially, he might be all right in this offense. Uh, but I mean, I just, we, we haven't seen anything from him. Uh, hopefully I, I would, I thought they would have gone after somebody like Bashar Perriman. And when he was still available, he's still a guy who you could put on the outside, uh, across from, from Julio Jones and he could run the wheels off the, uh, the D, uh, the DBs. So, you know, to me, I thought that's somebody they might've added, but Treadwell, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. He doesn't have a lot of NFL mileage on him in terms of playing time. Mm-hmm. He has a, a fresh start, an opportunity to really do something. And sometimes that's all a player needs It's just a fresh start. Um, and, and, you know, that's the same thing for Todd Gurley. Um, I think uh, the addition of Max Hurst and Kari Lee is going to be essential um, to replace Hunter Henry. Um, you know, as, as much as he was a big target for Matt Ryan... He can be replaced. Uh, you know, it's the same thing with, you know, when uh, they, you know, Tony Gonzalez left and, you know, who's going to be the next guy. Matt Ryan loves his tight ends. And those two guys coming in, uh, you know, Hurst and Lee, I think they're going to dominate um, with touches. I think he's mm-hmm. going to find them, uh, especially on third downs, especially on in the red zone. Those are two big body guys who can catch and run after the catch, which is important for that scheme that they run down in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me, I think that, you know, Atlanta's pretty good. But going uh, to the question that you did ask before I started going off on a tangent, <laughs> uh, the defensive side of the football, man, they, they, they locked down. I think they're going to need a corner. Oh, no, for um, sure. You know, after letting um, Desmond, Trufant yep, go. Desmond Trufant uh, out. But outside of corner, I think they're stacked at linebacker. I think defensive mm-hmm. end, they're pretty good. I think the addition to Dante Fowler was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, you, know, you let, let you, Vic Beasley you, yeah, go. Yeah, you let Vic Beasley go. I mean, you replace him with Fowler. After it's a pretty few, good. Right. And, and and to me, you know, what a better way to, to replace him than with a player that is actually really hungry right now. Um, Dante Fowler has been playing his ass off the last couple of years. And, and you know, to me, to get into this spot in Atlanta, I think he's going to work. I mean, people forget Dante Fowler was the number third overall pick for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Number three overall a couple of years ago, and he hurt it, and he tore his ACL that pre that preseason. Like people forget that coming out of college, this dude was like people were on notice about this guy, and he's now you know starting to get his legs back under him for real, and he's starting to ball out. So I think he's gonna be huge addition for them on defense. Um, but I I, I really like what the Falcons have done this off season. I think so far going into the draft. I think they definitely need to address the uh, 
the offensive line still. And, you know, I think, damn, there's a lot of teams that need to upgrade their offensive line in this draft. Yeah, that's that, like, a lot of offensive line talent, too. Like you said, um, like you, know, you said, they, there, there's a lot of offensive line talent. And, you know, the first round is really where they need to make it happen because they're, they're, even though there is a lot of talent, they, it is sparse. There aren't that many. First round is where they're going to go. You're going to see a lot of them go in the first yeah, and second yeah, round. Yeah, they're all going to be gone. Yeah, first and second round, I think all the good offensive linemen are going to be gone. Uh, but, you know, you're going to find sneaky ones round three through six. You know, you mm-hmm. might find three or four sneaky ones total. Depth. But, you know, Depth, yeah. you you know that's about it. Um, but I also think they need, you know, I know we just talked about Treadwell, but I think they need to address the slot corner uh, wide receiver position. I think they need to get somebody there to uh, either compliment Ridley uh, on the outside because I think Ridley plays better on the outside than in the slot. I think he's more dangerous on the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I think they need to find a, a, a competent slot receiver. Um, and like I said, cornerback. But I think that's what they need to uh, get heading into the draft. Yeah. And then uh, with that, we go on to the the last team in the division, the Carolina Panthers. Um, I, I, I don't uh, – yeah, I'm gonna. They need the offensive too. lineman, wide receiver, cornerback, linebacker, defensive lineman, edge, uh, training staff. They need a GM. Uh, that's that's all I got for the Carolina Panthers, man. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's that's all I got for the Panthers, man. They, and, they, and shout out to shout out to Christian McCaffrey and Teddy Bridgewater. I think those guys are ballers. I think they're gonna you know have good numbers come this upcoming season, but they don't got no help. No, no defense. their offensive line is trash. It's going to be wasting I mean, talent. You, it's going to be the only talent. good. Th- the only good thing this season is Christian McCaffrey coming back, and he's healthy. Next, next, next division, next division, please. Go ahead, take a seat. We'll be right back. start with the AFC East. Uh the Patriots are no longer king for now. For now. For now. I mean with Bill Belichick running things, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. He might he might have the next Tom Brady in his back pocket while the world is crashing down and panicking due to COVID nineteen. Well, you gotta think about it. The loss of Tom Brady in, in New how, England. Bill Belichick how many, has how a plan. many drafts have have the the Patriots had a first round pick in the la- in the last few years. They're always trading it away. So like to see them, you know, I mean, we don't know, it's still coming up, but to see them still have it, it's still there and they haven't done anything with it. Tom Brady's gone, like you said, like what do they do with it? I mean, they can't give it away. Um yeah, they 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 they, they showed confidence in Stidham, but I don't think he's the guy to be honest. I think you could still pick up a late um, a quarterback late at that pick at number twenty three because like I like you had said before a lot of defensive players and um, offensive tackles are going to be going early. I think you can get a quarterback if Tom Brady if I'm um, sorry uh, if uh, Bill Belichick is smart. I think he can get a guy like Jordan Love at twenty three. That's a that's a good fit for them him in uh, New England. Um, I'm 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 gonna go ahead and and take care of this right now for you. With the 20-whatever pick the Patriots have, 
Bill Belichick has now traded with Cincinnati for Andy You're lying. Dalton and whatever other picks. That's what's you, gonna happen. You think man. so? You think that's nah, what's gonna happen? Nah, man. Nah, 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 nah. That's what's gonna happen. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Look, look, I'm sorry. Let me tell I can't you. See it. Let me tell I can't you. See it. Bill Belichick. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Bill Belichick is a mastermind when it comes to the draft. He's done it over and over and over again for years. Um, to me, uh, I think just like Brady said, he knew he was gone. He was leaving. Um, you know, from last off season, he knew he was gonna leave. I think Bill Belichick knew this also. And I think Bill Belichick has been prepared for this moment more than anybody else. Um, and I think it's either one of two things. One, he's going to trade that that first pick they have in the first round for more picks and potential star uh, quarterback. Uh, or he believes in Stidham. He's going to let Jared Stidham come in and play, just like he let Tom Brady come in and play. I mean, what, what potential star quarterback do you think he's going to trade out there and go get right now? Because every 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 quarterback is, is is pretty much locked up. I mean, to to me, I think it's Andy ex- Dalton. Except for Andy, I he's think, the only one that's free. I think to me, it's Andy Dalton. He's the he, he doesn't have a home. You know, he's not going to be the starting quarterback in uh, in Cincinnati. Um, Cam Newton doesn't have Joe a home. Burrow. Um, and I think that Cam Newton's not going to New England. Uh, he's he's not he's not going to New England. Uh, to me, Cam's best fit is is the Chargers. Uh, we talked about that last week. Uh, but to me, he's not he's not going into New England. Um, I think to me, the perfect fit is Andy Dalton. He'll come in and play the way Belichick, uh, you know, has that scheme and offense. He'll let the running backs do know. their things. He has a young and up and coming wide receiver in mm-hmm. Nikhil Harry. Mm-hmm. He could potentially add to that in this year's draft another wide receiver or two. Um, they got Jacoby Myers also at wide receiver, so they got talent. Um, to me, I think it's just all a matter about who's gonna play quarterback. Um, and to me, I think Bill Belichick is going to take care of the situation. I, I just, I, he's the best damn football mind I've ever seen in my entire life. I think he's going to be, he's going to take care. Yeah, of this. I mean, granted, um, I don't, I don't think that uh, Brian Hoyer coming in as an addition is going to is going to help them any type of thing offensively. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it's a backup because you, you right now all you have is Jared Stidham. But like I said, with that with that pick, I, I that's that's what I'm I'm thinking. You know, if they want to take a steal real quick, but who knows? Um, they might go they might go out and you like you said get Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton would be a good fit, but is it a right pick? It's a it's is it too much of a safe pick? We know who Bill Belichick is, and he's not about safety. Um, you can see it when he when he when he gets rid of guys. Um, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, running backs, whoever it is, they can be in their prime. He will get rid of them. And I don't think it's about a safe pick. I think, it, to be honest, I feel like Cam is the best fit for that situation. He's never had a mobile quarterback. Andy Dalton, yes, I think has a uh, a better completion percentage, but you've never had a mobile quarterback. And Andy, uh, Andy Dalton can be the leader in New England, but I don't think it's the leader that they need. I think they do need a fresh face. Um, if Cam can stay healthy, I think he's the guy to go there. But with that, we go on to the next team. Go ahead, Ali. Uh, the New York Jets are not as bad as people think they might be next year. Um, I think that they've made some quality additions. Um, across the offensive line, they've added some guards and tackles. 
Uh, they added Bashar Perriman to play on the outside and replace Robbie Anderson. Um, I think that they definitely attack wide receiver in the draft. Uh, if I'm them, that's what I do. Uh, I, I need to get some weapons around Sam Donald. Um, I think they've done a decent job adding adding some pieces, uh, you know, to this team. Uh, to me, the the biggest addition to me um, for everything that they've done is the addition of Connor McGovern, uh, the center from from Denver. Uh, to me, I think that he's one of the better centers out there, um, and to go ahead and get him for, and let him command the offensive line and set up the protections for Sam Donald, I think that's huge. I also think the addition of Pierre Desir. Uh, from Indianapolis was huge. You know, out of nowhere, they cut him. They let him loose uh, a year after giving him a contract. And lo and behold, uh, the, the Jets are here to swoop him up. And, and to me, I think that's a, a good addition to their defense. Um, they also added Bennett Jackson, uh, re-signed Bennett Jackson. Um, you know, uh, the free agent that they had um, f uh, from last year, he played well towards the end of the season for them. Uh, so to me, I think that the Jets have uh, all-around solid off offseason so far i think in the draft they have a, a good amount of picks not too many uh, but a decent amount i think they need to continue addressing the offensive line adding to what they've done so far in the offseason and add some more weapons uh for sam donald no, you're absolutely right um uh, at the end of the day, um, the Jets are in a prime position because they already have their quarterback, their franchise quarterback that they believe in. Um, they also signed uh, Le'Veon Bell to a, a, a nice contract, so I don't think he's going anywhere, even though they, there was some rocky tension in, towards the end of the year. He's one of those dudes that um, I think that you can count on, but you, you got to show them the talent, too. You, you can't let Sam Darnold you know, fend for himself. You can't let you know the offensive line collapse and not you know give Le'Veon Bell the opportunity that, that he needs in order to make those things happen, the offensive line in the, in um, Pittsburgh was relentless. You need an offensive line like that in order to set up the game that you guys are trying to play. And also, let's not forget their young wide receivers. Um, the, the 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 you need to be able to to give them the time to develop and make that connection with Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold made you know he had some some bad decisions last year, but the wide receiver game, like you said, Perriman. Um, you, you got Jamison Crowder. Um, uh, uh, it, it, it's it's not it's not something that 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 you know can easily be overlooked. Um, but yeah, I think they're in a, they're in a, they're 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 in a they're in a nice little predicament. Um, especially you know they have the eleventh um, pick in the draft. They can go out there and get something really 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 high quality lineman at number eleven. Yeah, they you know you you talk. You talk about linemen. You talk about receiver. They have a chance to Ooh, get Jerry. No, nah, stop playing, bro. You already they know what my dream, my, my dream is for Jerry Judy to come to New York, but we all know he's not coming he's there. Not, he's, he's not, not coming. He's but not you know that's my dream. He's not going to the Giants, but he it, it's a possibility he can go to the Jets, man. They, they like you said, they're in a prime position at number eleven. He can slide right down to him. The way this draft is shaping up right now, uh, you know, a lot of teams trying to throw smoke mm -hmm. screens in this virtual world that we're living in nowadays. Um, to me, I think that they have a prime position to get a now, wide receiver, uh, a now, star wide receiver, and CD Lamb and and, and Jerry no, Judy. So, are so now here, here here's a, here's a, here's a spin ball for you. What do you think happens with Jamal Adams? Do you, what kind of value do you think they can get if they trade him away? Because there's been some 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 hearsay here and there. I don't yeah, think for me, I think defensively they, they, crazy they, 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 they let him go. Him. 
you know, don't make that you know mistake like like other New York did and let go of Landon Collins, a prime safety. Yeah, you know, you, you make it up and picking up a veteran, but those miles are gonna keep adding up. If you're looking to build something, at least in the next two to three years, you need you need a, a, a you know a young guy to come in there. And to be honest, I I think I think that um that's what they need. I think I think he's not going anywhere. Um, <clears throat> he's 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 essential. He's a, he's the face of their defense. I don't think he goes anywhere. I think they keep him in the long run. You know, uh, all this this noise going around. I think once they once they figure out what they got going on in the uh, front office, I think it'll take care of itself. Um, but Smart moving on to do. the next team in the AFC East, the Miami the Dolphins. Dolphins. Uh, they spent a lot of money this offseason. Uh, they had a they they had a lot a lot, a lot of, of money. My 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 favorite my favorite move, uh, from from the Dolphins is Byron Ooh. Jones. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. know they paid premium for him. I know they paid a lot of money for him. But I thought that was that that was a big move, and and not only getting him at cornerback, but getting they landed a pair of solid defensive ends, solid mm-hmm. young defensive ends. Uh, Manuel Ogba from Kansas City. And Shaq Lawson from Buffalo. They added two young guys, both 26 years old. Uh, two young guys that, you know, can really get the motor going. Um, you know, they played solid roles. They're bringing uh, playoff experience to this team. Uh, to me, I like I like what they've done so far, man. They've added some nice pieces to their defense. They've really built that side of the football up. Uh, they started to add some interior pieces on the offensive line. Uh, they got a new center. Um, they got eh, a guard in Eric Flowers, so I'm not really high on. I mean, it's on. depth, but that's uh, but about potentially it. he's going back home. Maybe, yeah, maybe he'll play better going back home. I'm not so sure. Um, but to me, they had an interesting offseason. They have a bunch of picks. They've got nine picks in the first seventy picks. <laughs> they 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 they're loaded. They, they can get anybody they want. They can get any style of player they want. Um, and to me. Uh, not only is it imperative to get a quarterback of the future, but you got to get protection for no, that quarterback. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, and now that they they have their running back of the future in Jordan Howard, uh, they De- Devontae Parker played well for them at the end of last year. Uh, he played really well for them at the end of last year. He's going to be returning. Uh, so that's a, a, a key piece right there for you offensively at the wide receiver position. And I think that at this point, you just keep on adding to that. Um, and, you know, the, the division is up for grabs. The Patriots are no longer the top dogs, maybe. Um, you know, Buffalo coming off from a playoff appearance. Uh, you know, they're going to be stronger than they were last year. But the division is still up for grabs, and they have a chance to, to potentially compete in this division. You know, they won four, five out of their last nine games uh, to end the season. So, you know, they, they play very well, uh, you know, to end the season. Um, and I think that, you know, depending on what they do in this upcoming draft, you know, this this team might be up for a lot of improvement coming on yeah, next year. Yeah, and I'm going to add to that, you know, uh, you said defensively they're, they're really stacked. You can't forget Kyle Van Noy. Um, the fact that you add to the weak, the, the weak side linebacker position on the other side of Shaq Lawson, it is going to be amazing to watch um, if they keep all their defensive pieces the way that they, they, they have right now. Um, I think they're going to be – Back to where they were, or, or you know, earlier in the, um, you know, the the 
when we hit the you know two thousands when they went to the division, I can see them being a monster defense. They just have to you know make the right decisions. Uh yeah, I think they definitely added to the team defensively, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm really uh you know excited to see what they can do defensively, uh, especially with a defensive minded coach like mm-hmm. Brian Flores who was the, you know, defensive coordinator last time the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, he's a very strong defensive mind, and he's got some talent on that defensive line now to, to really get those guys rolling. Um, and now, you know, let's go ahead and talk about who I think are going to be the new top dogs in the division, the, the Bills. Buffalo Bills. Uh, Stephon Diggs, their biggest splash addition. Splash. Um, but I think they have better, more... more additions uh than than uh people realize. You know, they they landed a pair of defensive oh, yeah. players from the Panthers, uh Vernon Butler and Mario Quentin Jefferson. Uh they added AJ Klein. I, I Quentin Jefferson from Seattle. I mean they loaded up on the mm-hmm. defensive side. Uh this team is ready for a run. Uh I think to me, you know, I've been I've been saying this all night. I've been I'm gonna mm-hmm. keep on saying it. Offensive yep, line. Yep. I think if they can get a few more pieces on that offensive line and another weapon alongside Stephon Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley, uh, I think to, that they're going to be, be ready. Honest, I think that also uh, they need to add another running you're back You're absolutely as well. right. I think um, the offense needs that offensive line uh, taken care of because last year offensively, they guess what? They 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 went they went through the playoffs. They took they took out. All the teams that that we didn't think you know they were gonna be able to take out, and Josh Allen's gonna do exactly what he's gonna do and lead this team and be able to make the plays that he he can make. Um, I think that the running back position, uh, uh with, with T.J. Yeldon coming back back there, um, as a veteran, I think you know that's that's gonna be a nice spot for him to be able to help the the young Devin Singletary. He just has to stay healthy. John Brown, John Brown, John Brown. And then Stefan Diggs, Stefan Diggs, Stefan Diggs. It is going to be a nice show up in Buffalo. Um, th- this is something that uh, they they haven't had in a long time. And, you know, a solidified offense is just missing a few pieces in the offensive line. Defensively, they're doing they're doing good. They're doing all right. I think they can, you know, pick up some some other pieces, you know, here and there. But a lot a lot of people coming back and the Bills. The Bills, they may not have scored that many points in certain games, but they won the games that mattered the most. And then they will, I think they will win the division. All right, moving on to the next Eastern division in football, the NFC East. Uh, let's start with the Washington Redskins. Uh, uh, HTTR, which is what they hail around here in this local DMV area for the Redskins. Dirty skins. Um, they got an interesting offseason. Uh, they got a new head coach, uh, Ron Rivera, very well-established head coach. He had a very successful tenure in Carolina. Um, of course, we've seen them take, uh, we've seen them take the Panthers all the way to the Super Bowl. The culture's um, going to change. Very stout defense. The culture's definitely going to yeah, change. Yeah, most definitely. I think um, in my last 10 to 15 years of really focusing on football, this is probably one of the better moves that the Washington Redskins have done up front yeah, uh, yeah. on the outside looking in. Um, I think to me, uh, like you said, he's going to be, be a culture changer. I think he's going to come right in, set the precedent of what he wants. Uh, I think he's going to get the players to fight for him. 
Um, I think he's a leader, most importantly. I think that's that's something that they've lacked, uh, you know, in that organization is is what they want from their head coach. They've lacked leaders, and I think that he, he he's gonna be a leader, um, in that locker room for those guys. Uh, now in terms of you know their off season, what they've done, what they've added. Uh, what are your thoughts on what they've done so far this offseason? I mean, with the acquisition of, you know, Kendall Fuller and Peyton Barber, I think that it's a good move as far as the running back game because, you know, the the Redskins running back running game has been abysmal. You know, you had Darius Guy, so, you know, injury. I feel like he didn't have it. He just hasn't had the opportunity to be healthy. Um, I think he's falling into that pit um, two seasons in a row. Injury, injury, and when you know you have the time to come back and then you get injured again, it's just not looking good. Um, he's going to be a, a, a particular back. I don't think they're going to move away from him because I think they, they really could, you know, have some use for him. Um, but he just has to stay healthy. Uh, but the Kendall Fuller pickup and the Peyton Barber, it, it was a safe, it's safe, it's, it's a safe thing. Um, uh, 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 you know, with that, I think the, also... Uh, you know, when you're talking about safe, I think uh, Brandon Scherf, uh, you know, getting him back in there was 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 something that mm -hmm. was important, uh, especially when you have a young a young quarterback like like Haskins, who you have to protect, you have to keep him upright, and in the interior of the offensive line, you gotta you gotta create holes for your running backs, mm -hmm. and I think that was important for them to keep him. Um, but I mean, one thing that I will say about that running game is, um, to me, I just think that they shouldn't rush. Darius guys like we talked about no, earlier. No. Um, I think rushing from an injury is mm -hmm. just, it's important to not rush. And to me, I think if they manage it right and they're able to what get a get a running back in the third or fourth round or whatever it may be to add to what they already have, I think it could be successful. Um, but coming up in this draft, to me, um, I think that they really need offensive focus coming in this draft. I know they have the number two pick. Um, it should be Chase Young. It better be Chase Young if they're staying at two. Um, if they move out of two, then, you know, you're looking at probably one of the better wide receivers in this class, in my opinion, if they do that, which they should not. Um, but I think that, you know, this, this draft being so deep with wide receivers, I think they have to take that chance to get more weapons around uh, uh, Dwayne Haskins. No, they have you're, to get another tight end. You're absolutely. You, they need. They need. Opinion. They need another tight end because Jordan Reed has been. You know, the concussions have, have been adding up. He's done. He's uh, done. Um, He's done. I mean, um, I know they picked up somebody this offseason that's not at the top and, of my head at the tight end position, but I just think that they need. They need to establish the weapons mm -hmm. for Dwayne Haskins. And they just got rid of what's his name, Eric Flowers. Man, they need to do something because that that line is is abysmal. That's they need to cough that up and really do something with it. Um. Uh, exactly, it, and he he was starting. <laughs> so, that, so to his merit, to his merit, to his merit, he played well for the Skins. Mm. Um, last year he played way better than he ever did for the Giants or Jaguars. True, and um, I I don't think that the money was there. They were willing to pay him, which I'm okay with. Uh, but to me, they had to attack offensive line and the weapons around Haskins. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, uh, to be honest, uh, with the way that defense is running right now, they, they need somebody to come in and, and uh, solidify that defense. Chase Chase Young uh, would be a nice addition to that defense um, under the tutelage of a, of a veteran. And, you know, uh, uh, 
he can be the game changer, just like a Khalil Mack, generational talent. Um, he he will change the face of this team. And and if they well, not only that, but with getting a guy like Kendall Fuller, who is an upgrade over Josh Norman. Yes. Uh, they let Quentin Dunbar go, but I think that they can capitalize on that in the draft. This draft is loaded with cornerbacks. And to me, with them getting a high second-round pick, Jalen Johnson is a guy that I see he fits perfectly into their uh, defense. Mm-hmm. I think they would be able to, you know, pressure with all the talent they have up front. Allen, uh, Payne, Adonis, Sweat, if, and, you know, adding uh, Chase Young. They have a plethora of defensive studs up front. I think if they can get another man corner like Jalen Johnson to add on the opposite side of Kendall Fuller, let Jimmy Moreland come up and play in the slot a little bit, I think this defense could be a top defense in the league, uh, you know, if they put everything together properly. No, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, and like you said, even even at the, you know, offensive side with the running back, they, they have plenty of depth at the running back position. I do think that, you know, they can grab somebody late in the, you know, third or fourth round. But, you know, Geis just needs the ability to heal. You got Peterson. He's going to get hit with father time eventually. Um, you also got J.D. McKissick, who's, you know, who's just lingering back there. And you just picked up Peyton Barber. So the running back position is there. Terry McLaurin is going to continue to perform. Uh, that you do need some other receivers. I mean, you, you picked up Cody Latimer, um, which I think is a valuable piece because he can come in as a second string and really and really put uh, really perform. Um, I really feel like when he left the Giants that he, he really didn't have the opportunity to perform with the lackluster offensive line yeah, that the Giants he, he had. Yeah, he was hurt a lot. And he was hurt. Yeah, he was but hurt when he did play, he did produce... So I think he he oh yeah I think oh, yeah. I think he he can be a a, a nice offensive weapon um, when healthy but we're gonna have to see uh, with that we are going to the next team our team my team the Giants New York um, New York football Giants Big Blue the damning New York football Giants uh as a fan number four. Take Simmons. That's the, that's the ideal thing to do. Man, um, we'll scratch on that later. Get all we'll that. I want Jerry later, Judy. But... I want Jerry Judy. But that's neither here nor there. The Giants need to solidify their offensive line. That's one thing. I mean, they need to. Grant, it's, grant, it's a must. Granted, that you know we we've gone back and forth on this about how what you know we thought you know they should they should pick. I mean, defensively, their forefront are solid young guys that. You know they're not they're not costing too much, and you got Leonard Williams who was a vet, who was a veteran from across the way that's coming to help on that front as well. Um, I think his first full year on the Giants is going to be one one to watch. Um, but offensively, yeah, I, I think he has a bounce back here this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's one of the players that I feel he never really was able to do what he you know play to his strengths. In, in with the Jets, I think now with the Giants bringing in Joe Judge and, and Patrick Graham at defensive coordinator, I think that's going to change for him. I think they're going to put him in better positions to rush the quarterback. Uh, he, I mean, like you said, that line is amazing up front. I mean, those three guys they got: Dalvin Tomlinson, Dexter Lawrence, and Leonard Williams. Those yep. are, yep. you know, in Gettleman's word, those are hog and, balls, and, and and they got and they got me, you got BJ you got BJ Hill backing up to coming, coming in rotation. In rotation. Yep. 
So oh, man, it's, it's to me, I crazy. think it's just you know phenomenal what they have up front. They just need to upgrade linebacker. As far as what they did this off season, I'm okay with it. Some of the moves I thought getting Cameron Fleming uh, from the Broncos was a good pickup. Uh, nice little swing tackle. He's going to reunite with Jason Garrett and Mark Colombo with that offensive line. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are so worried about the offensive line. I think it changes with the style of the uh, of the team. What? I think yeah. the offensive line is going to be better under Jason Garrett as the offensive coordinator. Um, you know, the way the things ran for him in, in Dallas, he always had a good offensive line. He bought that offensive line coach with him. No, yeah, so you're I think to me right. that's a big plus. Um, you know, for the Giants. But, I mean, coming up in the draft, I think they should stay put at four. Take Isaiah Simmons. There are other tackles. You can get a tackle. And you, you don't have to get a, a tackle in the first round for him to become a star. You know, that you, your, your team is built from rounds three through five, three through six. You need to, you know, that's where you find the gemstones for your team. Um, but I, at the position that they're in, I think you take the best player in the draft. Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right. Um, but if they do take, um, uh, you know, a lineman, uh, who, who do you think they they, they, they go after? Because uh, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think they should take, uh, you know, linemans. I really like Makai Becton from Louisville. He's a big, strong dude, 6'7", 360 pounds. He's a mauler. Um, I really like him up front. I think he could definitely protect Daniel Jones. Not, uh, but I think everyone not has even, forgotten not about even a, Thomas. Not even a, a, a Jedrick Wilson or a Tristan Wirth. Because let, let, let's, let, let's, let's, let's be serious. Let's be serious. The New York Giants. Those guys they need are a, good. They need, a guard, they need a guard and they also need a tackle. I mean, you you have they don't need a guard. Well, they're 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 good at guard. They they have Zeitler. They need a center. They have Zeitler. They have Will Hernandez, but they don't have depth there. But the tack the tackle position is is on the other side. I mean, you got Nick Gates, but at the same time, if you can get a guy like Makai Becton or Tristan Wirfs, you're solid. You're solid. Look, man. In my opinion, I think they should they should take a Makai Becton if he's available to them. Or they should take uh, Andrew Thomas. I know those high-profile guys are, you know, flashy. Yes, he went to Alabama. But if you're looking at the tape, you're looking at this, the style of, of, of offense that the Giants oh, are going to Makai for under sure. Jason Garrett. Makai for sure. Under Jason Garrett, I think Makai Becton or Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas is another guy. He's he, dirty. You know, I like him. I, he, but he's he's a big dude. Six, another six, seven, three 350-pound dude that can move, that can maul people. And to me, I think that if you can take Isaiah at four, you can you can get one of those tackles later on in the draft. I, I still, to me, team needs for the Giants. I think they definitely need another re- receiver, uh, as you said. I know you really like Jerry Judy. But Jerry Judy. I think Judy. there's depth in the, ja- in the draft to get another wide receiver. And I think offensive linemen. I think they will solve their edge problem in this draft. No, you're absolutely right. I think... Um... Uh, it, with, with where the, the Giants are in the draft, um, they they can pick up uh, a nice a nice number uh, a, a nice receiver at number f- um, four in the second round with the thirty six overall pick. They'd be able to get a receiver. Um, to be honest, they they could get someone like a KJ Hill or you know. Um, uh, 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 somewhere around around that around that in with with that pick, 
uh, it's a safe pick. It, 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 he probably will be available. Maybe even get some, somewhere even higher, um, like a like a Jalen Rieger or a Denzel Mims. But it it really depends how this draft is going because there's a lot of teams that need some weapons. There's a lot of teams that need some weapons. Who knows? Maybe the Giants get a little you know call and Odell Beckham come back for a little bit less. Who knows? You're you're right. You're right. They definitely do need some weapons, but. Speaking about weapons, that brings us to the very next team, and they desperately need weapons, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I know they've had sort of like a quiet offseason. They haven't really made big moves outside of getting Darius Slay, which I think they desperately needed on the back end of the defense because their corners were terrible all year long. Um, but I think they need wide receivers. Uh, if, if I'm the Eagles, I know I don't have the greatest pick, um, you know, in the draft this year, and if I'm the Eagles and I'm slated at 21, I'm I have my fingers crossed that either T Higgins is available or maybe somebody like depending on how the first couple picks go, Jerry Judy He's might not slide down. Be baby. Number 21. There's I no mean, way. Some, no they way. need a receiver. If, if he does slide to number 21, I'll be shocked because his value is too high. Between, I mean, he's be, him between him and Ceedee Lamb. One of them are going. They're def- they're not gonna go outside the top ten. I don't think so. I really don't. Um, I do agree with that. I, I I I think they can make it outside the top ten, but not very likely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think those those guys are definitely gonna get chosen early, um, because they're valuable. But but Philly need Philly needs weapons. Um, they need I I think from Philly depth needs tight end hands. Behind, they need hands. No more drop balls. Zach Ertz. Yeah, you know they need all the talent that they can get at their skill positions. And outside of that, I, I think that they need to replace some pieces on the offensive line. They let Vitae go to the Lions. Jason Peters hasn't been signed. Um, you know, you pretty much only have Kelsey, ret- Jason Kelsey returning and, and Lane Johnson, and that's it. I think they really, really need to get uh, some, some depth on the O-line. I think they still need to attack the draft and get some cornerbacks. Um, but wide receiver... Tight end, skill position, that's at the top of my list for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with that, we move on to the illustrious Cowboys who are still dealing with a Dak Prescott issue. The worst <sighs> team in the NFL. I don't I don't, I don't get where, what kind of position they put yourself in. They disappointed in. me last year. They, I thought they were going to be a Super Bowl contender at the beginning of the year. They shot themselves in the foot. Um, they really did. You haven't even you haven't signed did, your star quarterback yet. This is the guy that you say that is is going to take your team to the next level, and he's proven himself. He's had over over three or four three hundred and fifty yard games last season. So we why is he not signed? He if you're waiting on proof, the proof is there. Now the other issue that you have is that you paid Ezekiel Elliott a whole bunch of money, and there were games where he did not show that he was worth one hundred million. Yeah, there were games that were, but you haven't paid the guy that is supposed to that's leading your team. Um, you had another outside guy in Amari Cooper. Yeah, he's definitely the value is there. I would, you know, you gotta pay him because you want to keep him. But you still haven't to all the other guys on the team. What does it look like? You can't. You're not paying the leader, but you're paying everybody else. You know what I mean? And I I know Jerry Jones has his yeah, tactics think- and stuff like that, and they they want to wait on it. But if you don't think that you know you're trying not to reset the market, it's already happened. You should have paid him when the market was already reset because it's definitely gonna get reset again. Because um, 
Pat Mahomes is around the corner and his contract is coming up and you damn know, you know he's getting a guaranteed guaranteed money to stay there forever. I think I think uh you know that's exactly what's going to happen um and unfortunately I don't think they're going to get that deal done this year. I think uh next se- off season when it's time for Patrick Mahomes to get his we're either going to figure out if Dak Prescott's going to remain the quarterback for the Cowboys or if he's going to go somewhere else. Um, he wants to get paid. However, I think the leverage that the Dallas Cowboys have are they haven't done anything in the playoffs for us. And he's had opportunities. He's had opportunities against Green Bay twice. He's had opportunities, uh, you know, to, to get them into the playoffs last year. Last game of the season, game on the line. If you win, you're in. And, you know, they, they coughed that one up. So, to me, I think that's the leverage that Dallas has. However, you don't want to get into that limbo of trying to lull your quarterback in the contract situation. Because the only thing that's going to happen is the Kirk Cousins situation. Where he's going to take another franchise tag, maybe, if you can't come agree to terms. And then next year, go somewhere else. And you get nothing in return. So, to me, it's imperative for the Cowboys to figure that out. I am okay with them paying Ezekiel Elliott because I think Ezekiel Elliott is the best running back in football. I think that, you know, what he brings to the table, the closest running back that can bring that, uh, you know, that type of value would be Saquon Barkley. And I don't think Saquon Barkley is just there yet. Um, So to me, I think, you know, I'm okay with, with them paying Ezekiel Elliott. I think I'm okay with them keeping Amari Cooper. That was a must. Uh, I think they just need to keep building through the draft. I, I think they can definitely get some depth after letting uh, Randall Cobb go at wide, rec- at wide receiver. Uh, I think they can upgrade the edge. Um, but to me, their main priority is the back end, the secondary. Uh, they lost Byron Jones to Miami, um, which was a blow. I think he was their best coverage player. Um, so I think they need to upgrade that in the draft. Um, I think they have a chance to get a, a maybe a nice safety. Xavier McKinney from Alabama should be available maybe for them. Uh, Grant Delpit from uh, from LSU should be uh, available. So, you know, they have uh, their options open. I'm not worried about their offensive line. Uh, Dallas always has a good offensive line. They know how to pick them. Uh, so, to me, I think, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. And the, the one thing that we haven't mentioned is uh, Mike McCarthy uh, being the new head coach. How are things going to be under him? I think definitely coming from a guy who, you know, is not known for him running the football all the time in his schemes, I think it opens up the opportunity for Dak to prove himself. I think with, you know, they're going to surround him with some decent talent at tight end and wide receiver. And I think that Mike McCarthy is going to let him play to his strengths, uh, you know, throwing the football. So, you know, I think it's going to be good for them. I think this division as a whole is going to be tough. Uh, you know, it, it always is in the NFC East. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how they gel together. It's going to be interesting to see what Ezekiel Elliott's workload is going to be like um, in Mike McCarthy's offense. So it's going to be, it's gonna be you know, really fun to watch the Dallas Cowboys next season. Yep, and with that, that's the end of third down. Go ahead, take a seat. We'll be right back. All 
right, fourth down, we're back. Uh, now we're going to quickly go ahead and go through uh, the grading phase of our uh, show today. Um, let's start with the AFC North. Um, I'll start with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I give them an A uh, for this offseason. They added a lot of pieces, a lot of depth. Um, and I think that they're going to attack all of their uh, their holes uh, that they have in, in the draft tonight. Um, I think that they're going to go ahead and get a wide receiver and shore up that offensive line. I give them an A. Yeah, um, they didn't do much additions, um, but they are coming off a, a nice season. Um, I mean, they did send the 2025th round pick to the Jaguars for, you know, Calais Campbell, who is coming off his, you know, fifth consecutive Pro Bowl. But, um, they did a really solid job, a solid job this offseason, you know, not doing too many, too much. But um, I, we're going on to the Browns, the Cleveland Browns. Um, they got a lot to do. Um, they got a lot to do. They, you know, um, added depth to the linebacker position with B.J. Goodson. Um, the departure of Joe Sherbert and Christian Kirksey, you know, it's sad, but you got to go, you know, got to make, make moves. But they also signed, you know, strong safety Carl Joseph, which was, you know, a great addition to the secondary. Um, so we're going we're gonna to have to see how, 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 how it rolls out. You know, offensively, they still having, you know, turbulence. Uh, we, we, with all the trade rumors with Odell Beckham, we're going to have to see. But I, I, I give them a B. Um, they added, you know, uh, Jack Conklin to a three-year deal, um, which is good to add to the offensive line, especially the fact that, you know, um, Baker Mayfield has been having those issues, you know, not being able to be consistent. Hopefully, addition to the offensive line will help, you know, get them to where they want to be. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, next up, we have the Steelers. Um, and so far for the Steelers, I give them a C minus. Um, I do uh, like the move in, in tagging Bud Dupree. I hope that they can lock him up long term uh, because I think he 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 definitely has some talent. Um, and I think if they keep on using him with uh, on the other side of T.J. Watt, I think they could be phenomenal in Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, they love to deploy their linebackers in multiple sets and have them all over the place, and they definitely have the, the right personnel to do that. Um, but, you know, outside of that, they haven't done much. Um, you know, I still think they need to shore up their offensive line. I think they definitely need to add a running back and wide receiver in the draft. Uh, but so far for this offseason, I give them a C. And that brings us to the last team in AFC North. The Cincinnati Bengals, who are in a prime position with the number one pick in this year's draft, um, I, I give them a B. Um, they didn't they didn't do too bad this season. Um, you know, they signed you know cornerback Mackenzie Alexander to a one year deal. Um, they also you know uh, were able to uh, slot a much affordable option with, with uh, uh, Darkeez Denard to a three year you know deal, uh, which was didn't cost them too much from Jacksonville. Um, but at the, at the same time with the number one pick, they have a lot that they could do. Um, they would shock me if they didn't pick a quarterback at number one without picking Joe Burrow, but Andy Dalton is still there and they haven't really made it clear what's going on uh, with Andy Dalton. Are they going to leverage it? Stop it. They take I know, Joe I mean, Burrow, man. I mean, we all know that, man. Hold don't, on. Don't, don't get the people nah, riled up a couple minutes no, before the but drive, what I'm saying man. Is, it it would, get, they get it would be a shock. Man. It would be a shock. That is what I'm saying. It would be like uh, um, what I would say, like when we heard New England was trying to trade Tom Brady a few years ago, like real shocked if they didn't go Joe Burrow. But that's what I'm expecting. Um, they, yeah, the, the Cincinnati, they just need to be healthy next year. And um, with, with the first pick, 
I give them a B. All right, cool. And that moves us, of course, to the NFC North. Uh, let's start with the Packers. My guy, Aaron Rodgers, um, I think they've been kind of quiet this offseason. Um, they haven't really done much after splurging uh, lots of money last offseason. Um, so right now, I'll give them a B only because I think that they're um, they made some decent moves by adding Christian Kirksey from the Browns. I think that was a big move for them in the middle. Um, of course, they just uh, picked up another linebacker just yesterday. Uh, you know, so to me, I think, uh, you know, they they have a chance this offseason to get a lot more weapons around uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think he definitely needs another wide receiver, another two wide receivers outside of uh, Devontae Adams, who I think is a premier wide receiver. But I give him a B this offseason so far. And that brings us to the Bears. Um, Chicago had a really rocky season. Um, they were look they were looking good up until like you know game four, game five, but this year uh, uh, things fell off. You know, Bitch Trubisky. Um, I don't know what the, the the future holds for them out there. Um, Khalil Mack is coming back. You know, uh, I hope he he's able to take the defense to you know a higher level this year. I want to see them perform better. Um, you know, they they're not that uh they're not that far down in the draft. Um, with the actually they don't even have they don't even have a first round draft pick. That yeah, that's they crazy. don't they, they, they don't, don't they have don't. a that first round pick was Khalil yeah. Mack. Um, that was that no, was you're the right. Khalil you're Mack right. You're absolutely right. But they get a D. I mean, um with the addition of Nick Foles, yeah, you had to pick him up because like I said, Bistro Bisky wasn't doing much. Um you you had a few notable departures, especially at, at the corner position and on the secondary, you know, pr- uh, Prince uh uh um, um, Kamara and you know haha Clinton Dix uh you know departing from the secondary so those things are going to affect you so in this draft you're definitely going to look to replace the corner position but the 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 addition of Jimmy Graham to the tight end position I think is a nice solid piece of the vet, of the veteran but it's not enough Chicago's got a lot to do offensively and, and I give them a D <laughs> Vish Trubisky and a D. That's good. I'll take it. Um, let's go ahead and head to the Vikings, uh, who pretty much have lost everything on defense. Left and right, they've been, uh, you know, guys have left. They lost McKenzie Alexander and Trey Waynes to the Bengals. Everson Griffin is still a free agent. Uh, you know, they uh, Xavier Rhodes is no longer part of the secondary. Uh, they pretty much have stripped it all down on defense, and they're rebuilding. Um, but I still think that they have a couple of key pieces that they can add um, through the draft, and there's some, you know, some veteran free agents that are still out there. A guy like Logan Ryan, uh, for the right price, he could come in and replace a guy like Xavier Rhodes. I mean, and probably do better. You know, Xavier Rhodes had a very down year last year. Um, but to me, so far, I give the Vikings uh, C plus only because I think that uh, even with losing all that talent, they have cap space and they have draft capital. Uh, I think what they got twelve picks. In this draft, so I mean, they have draft capital, and I think they'll be able to make some moves. Uh, they've been pretty solid the last couple of years in building that team, so I think they'll make a couple of moves in this draft and and get the right guys to uh to fit in their defense. I don't know how to put this, but Detroit has had the worst off season, I think, so far. I mean, they've got rid of a lot of pieces, especially defensively. Um, you know, Darius Slay with the trade. Damon Snack Harrison is being gone. Jeff Driscoll's out of it. Rayshon Melvin, Sam Martin, Ashawn Robinson, Graham Glasgow. Like, the the defense is shot. The corner position is something that they really need to, to, to 
look at. I mean, with the addition of some of the other pieces like Desmond Trufant and um, you know Chase Daniel, I think that they're, they 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 they've made uh, at least an effort, but it, it ain't good enough. The, the with the number three overall pick, you need to at least put a piece in that defense that is going to be a long term. Um, we like you know last year we didn't know where where, where Matthew Stafford was. He, he had said you know he wanted to be free. Now he doesn't want to be free. It's a it's a blow up out there in Detroit. And I don't even know where they're going right now. But with a number three overall pick, if if they have the opportunity, I'm taking Jeff Okuda. You need to fill the the the, the cornerback position. I'm taking it or an Isaiah Simmons. You need to fill that defense with a leader, and one of those two guys going to do it. And like I said. Um, th- this time around, it's an F. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think they definitely need a game changer. I had number three pick. There's been a lot of talk about them trading out of that number three pick um, to cure more picks. I think they need to stay put and get as much talent as possible at number three. Uh, but, of course, with that, um, time for everybody to get ready for the draft. It's about to go down. Uh, you already know it's been a pleasure. We'll catch you guys don't, next don't time. Don't forget, go visit our Instagram coverage underscore season or go ahead and visit our blog coverage season b.home.blog 